When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. Today, I'm here with Ben Cowan, CEO of Into the Cryptoverse. Ben, welcome back to Real Vision Crypto. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to come on here and talk about crypto. Well, it's a pleasure to have you back, back by popular demand. Uh, you were just on in March, something that our subscribers really enjoyed, the way you walked through these charts. Ben, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, I think we should probably talk about the general state of the market um, and, and really focus on kind of where Bitcoin is and the current risk that exists on altcoins. I think that's probably the most pressing issue right, right at the moment. Yeah, we should say we're filming here uh, on the morning of Monday, April 25th, 2022, just for reference so people understand uh, what we're looking at when we see these charts in terms of time. Sure. Yeah, the markets can change very, very quickly. Um yeah, I, I think in, in general, and this is something I, I, I talk about a lot um, on my channel, is the risk on altcoins. We know that we know that altcoins can can give nice gains when we're in a bull market, of course, but they're also quick to give back those gains if you know if if we're in a bear market. And so I think the the the, the best thing to do is to start off with trying to understand where Bitcoin is right now. Um, right. And, and, and that would probably go a long way in helping us really start to understand the risk on, on altcoins, right? I mean, and because altcoins fundamentally act very different depending on, on what Bitcoin's doing. And, you know, my, my biggest concern right now in the short term is, you know, remain some of the similarities between prior bear markets that Bitcoin has experienced and what we're, what we're going through right now. Now you have to remember, not all bear markets are the same, right? Some are, are shorter, some are longer, some go down 80%, some go down 50%. They're, not, they're, they're certainly not all the same. But with that said, one of the things that you, you, you should note is, is the Bitcoin price and how it relates to the Bitcoin dominance. And if you understand the Bitcoin dominance, and if the dominance is likely going to go higher, then that means that all Bitcoin valuations are likely going to go down if obviously Bitcoin dominance is going higher. So well, let's explain just a bit for people who may not know. A Bitcoin dominance index, sometimes called BDI, uh, is the percentage of total aggregate market capitalization represented by Bitcoin versus all of the other cryptos currently trading. Right, exactly. And and actually, why don't I just go ahead and pull it up? You know, the, the thing about the Bitcoin dominance is over the macro scale, it, it does tend to go down. Like it, you know, the, the, the general direction seems to be this way. Um, but we're, we're at a spot right now and I want to talk about how critical the spot is that we're at. All right. So the, the, the way to look at this is to say, when was the last time under similar market conditions that Bitcoin dominance was at this level? So if you go back to 2018, you can see that we were at this same level in June. Okay. So in June of 2018, the Bitcoin dominance was at around the same level. And the reason why that is interesting, and, and it, it's almost like a carbon copy up to this point to some degree. Again, it doesn't have to play out the exact same way. But if you go look at the dominance then, it was just below 42%, right? 
on, you know, as of April 25th, we're sitting just below 42%. And then if you go look at what Bitcoin's doing, it's doing the same type of trend right here. Okay, mm -hmm. the, the same exact trend in terms of, you know, we're technically putting in higher lows. And this is what a lot of, I, I would say a lot of a lot of bulls remain in the market. And the reason is because we're putting in higher lows. Okay, so a lot of times in a bull market, you put in higher lows. So it, it, it makes sense that there are, are people that are still saying, look, higher lows, there's no guarantee that we're going to get a bear market. And they're, they could be right, right? Like they, they, they certainly could be right. That, that we'll just sort of put in higher lows and, and not go down to those lower levels. But what you'll notice is when Bitcoin did put in a lower low, okay, this is the this is the risk on the market right now. When Bitcoin put in a lower low in June of 2018, that was the first time in a long time, as you can see, that Bitcoin put in a lower low. Because before that, you could just argue everything was just a slightly higher low, right? And remember, that's June of 2018. What happened in June of 2018? That was when we put in a lower low. That was also when the Bitcoin dominance started going up quickly. Okay, so Interesting. how was the Bitcoin dominance going up quickly? Well, Bitcoin was dropping too, but it wasn't really dropping that bad. I mean, think about it. Like it, it, it dropped down, put in a lower low, but then it came right back up. So to give you an idea of what that would look like today, if, if history were to repeat itself, it would mean that Bitcoin would ultimately break this trend line to the downside, which you could already argue it's starting to do. If we put in a lower low and then come back up, let's suppose we come back up to, say, the low 40Ks or something like 41, 42K, back to the 200-day, which, by the way, that's what happened in 2018, right? So we you know, we were on this trend line, and and then we, we got rejected at the 200-day, and then we came down to put in a lower low and then back up to the 200-day again. And so if this pattern plays out, then the funny thing is that the price of Bitcoin might not really do a whole lot for, you know, a few months. But mm. the risk on altcoins, I think, would would be a lot more significant. And the reason is because you can see that the price of Bitcoin during, you know, during this phase over here, it didn't really do a whole lot to, to relate it to prices today. You're talking about Bitcoin basically staying between like 30 to 45K for, you know, for months, right? And it's funny because Bitcoin might not do a whole lot, but it didn't stop the Bitcoin dominance from, you know, from 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 really shooting up. Okay, so like if I, let me share this tab. This is the tab I wanted to share. So like you can see like like Bitcoin was putting in lower lows um, over here in, in January of 2018, April of 2018 and June of 2018, rejected by the 200 day SMA, a lower low, back up to the 200-day SMA. Orange and, line is 200-day SMA, simple move. Exactly, action. exactly. And and so the thing is, is, is we're, we're sort of looking at a very similar pattern here, right? Like a lower, a low, a higher low, rejection, and then a higher low, and then it falls below, and then back up to the 200-day. So that's what I'm watching right now, because if this plays out and we put in, say, like a lower low, let's say we go to the low 30Ks and then back up to the 200-day, Bitcoin's price might be fairly constant for months to come. You know, like it could be 30K, 40K, 45K for, for months to come. But the dominance could still go up a lot because people yeah. just aren't likely going to speculate on altcoins if Bitcoin, you know, just remains somewhat bearish. Let's flip back to that dominance chart uh, and just walk through a couple of the points there. 
Yeah. So when, when looking at the dominance chart, you can, you, the thing to remember is that in order for altcoins to be bullish, usually you need to see the Bitcoin dominance go up first. Okay. So hmm. if you look in June of 2018, that is where the dominance went up. Okay. So this is where the dominance went up in June of 2018 when Bitcoin put in a lower low. And the, the altcoin rallies didn't really resume until Bitcoin went on a, a, parabolic rally of its own not like at least when you're talking about an actual crazy manic alt season like we saw at the beginning of 2021 and that's what happened here right happened here but just to walk through the obvious here if you zoom the chart out a little bit uh what you see on the left hand side of that chart in pre uh 2017 the reason that uh, you see bdi at 100 percent is effectively that bitcoin was the only cryptocurrency there was right you see that very steep drop in 2017 when I first started getting into this seriously when you saw this flourishing uh, of different types of altcoins when we saw uh, Ethereum and other coins come into uh, the cryptoverse. Uh, and now uh, what you see is this this kind of, uh, you know, this cyclical pattern that you're talking about. Talk a little bit about what you've circled there on the right, uh, the 2021 high uh, on BDI. Yeah, so it's basically similar to 2017, like the last part of 2017. This mm. This is when Bitcoin's price is going up too quickly for altcoins to keep up. Okay, so basically Bitcoin goes parabolic or sorry, the Bitcoin dominance goes up under two main conditions. Either Bitcoin's price is going parabolic or Bitcoin is in a bear market and it's trending down. That is hmm. what sends the Bitcoin dominance. So it's higher. two opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of price action. It is, but that is what causes the dominance to go up. It's it's yeah. a parabolic move by Bitcoin. Or we're just in a bear market because that's when all the, you know, a lot of the froth of the altcoins. I mean, again, there are a lot of great altcoins out there, but we also know there's a lot of not so great altcoins out there as well. And and the bear markets have a way of sort of cleansing the space a little bit. Hey, Ben, um, is there any way you can tell by this chart which of those two conditions is happening? In other words, can you tell whether it's a parabolic rally uh, or a bear market based on something in terms of the, the patterning of the chart? Or do you just have to look at price? That's a good question. I, I don't actually know the answer to that one off the top of my head. I mean, I'd have to maybe break it down a little bit more. I mean, just visually looking at it, um, I don't know if there's any any clear difference between them. Um, because I mean, even actually, if you if you go to, to this was also a parabolic rally for Bitcoin. If you if you remember mm -hmm. in 2019, I mean, we don't really talk about 2019 that much, but the first half of 2019, Bitcoin went up 4x. <laughs> so it was a it was a pretty big move. I don't. I I would say maybe though one of the Biggest signs is in the bear market of 2018, the second half of 2018. We just kind of went straight up. Uh, whereas in some of the bull markets, you can kind of see that the dominance would hesitate for you know maybe a few weeks at a time while altcoins tried to catch up, but were, were some, somewhat unable to do so. Um, so I, I yeah. think right now we are you know we're in a phase. We're at a we're at a very critical point because the dominance has not made that move yet. We're still at 42 percent, right? Why? Bitcoin hasn't put in a lower low. If it puts in a lower low, that's where you're going to see all Bitcoin valuations really lose their really lose their steam. So interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think that really it's just a cyclical game. And and the thing to note though is that we're we're very likely looking at still a macro downtrend. So you know, if we were to come back up, I, I don't anticipate we would come up to you know to seventy three percent, right? It may be somewhere between fifty or sixty percent. Um, but then I would ultimately kind of expect this macro trend to continue in a in a downward direction. 
Yeah, so in other words, if you project this BDI chart forward, say a decade, it's your belief that ultimately it will be lower as uh, altcoins uh, and other types of uh, crypto assets begin to gather, accumulate, accrete value. Right. And I think too, you know, when you think about the health of the market right now, to me, it feels fairly clear that for altcoins to do well, we either need for Bitcoin to go parabolic, meaning altcoins will do well after Bitcoin goes parabolic, or we just need to go through a bear market. And, and that's really the, the two things. And so the, the, the best strategy to navigate that, in my opinion, is just to be heavy Bitcoin, you know, because it's like, and I mean, of course, to have cash on hand, if, if, if it is a bear market, I mean, not to just be fully deployed, but if it's if the idea is that Bitcoin needs to to either go through a bear market or go through a parabolic rally for altcoins to do well again, then by association, the, the natural you know logic behind that would just be meaning have, be heavy Bitcoin um, until until things look better. Hey there, revolutionaries. Thanks for tuning in. For more content like this, head over to realvision.com forward slash crypto and get unfiltered access to the most brilliant minds in finance and crypto. Join our community of lifelong learners for exclusive access, unparalleled education, and unbiased insights.